0: Welcome to Candidate Conversations, a podcast where we talk to candidates and elected officials about their life, family, careers, and how they got involved in politics and decided to run for office. I'm your host, Andy Cole, and I'm joined today by our special co-host, Garrett Floyd, and guest, Mayor Joseph Butler. Thank you all for being here um, and um, being on this podcast. Um, Joseph, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about you?
1: Yeah, I'm honored. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, this is this is really, man, it's cool for me. It's it's really an honor to connect with you guys. Um, yeah, so Joseph Butler, uh, Mayor of Carroll County here in West Tennessee, uh, born and raised here, lifelong Carroll County, went to high school here, went to uh, college here at Bethel, um, have worked uh, around uh, the state and even traveled across the nation in my prior work. But I've always, uh, this has always been home to me. So always where I came back home at night and when I could and uh, uh, hopefully where I'll uh, live out the rest of my life. I just love it here. Uh, this is a very special place to me.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, you mentioned you grew up in Carroll County. Your roots are there. Um, so kind of if you tell us a little bit about, you know, growing up in the county and your family and. All of that, and you know how how it's been just living living in Carroll County since you know I'm pretty close. I've got a lot of family in Carroll County, like I yep. told you, and um, actually my parents before they bought their house in Crockett County looked in Carroll County at, yeah. at living there. So yeah, it's it's uh it,
1: you know to the to the outside world, I guess it, it's it's like a lot of small rural communities, Uh and then of course for wherever you, you call home, it probably is a very special place to you. And, and that's how Carroll County is to to our family. Uh, Carroll County was founded 1821. My family got here sometime in 1822 on my dad's side. So eighth generation Carroll County, which is neat, you know, which I take a lot of pride in, which uh, again, a, a, probably a, a big part of why I, I decided to, to, to get involved politically, locally. Uh, but it's just, uh, it's always been, it's been home to my family, uh, deep deep roots here, uh, a lot of pride in, in in the heritage of this this community. Uh, so so, you know that's running back two hundred years now. Uh, we just celebrated our two hundredth birthday here recently, and so for me to be able to say, uh, my family's experienced it all, the good and the bad, uh, and I benefit now from what generations and generations of uh, butlers and Carroll Countyans have. Have, have have worked to 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 set in place as far as that heritage is. And, and and so now we're we're seeing the fruits of that. Uh prior, you know, we discussed prior uh some of what's ahead for West Tennessee. Uh so I, I'm you know I take great pride and in and uh, it's a great deal of responsibility as we look ahead to growth uh for me to be in this position and, and to hopefully in a small way lead Carroll County Uh, Into some really positive, uh, into a really positive future.
0: So you know you've you've got a family. You can see them. You know we're we're on Zoom. If you watch the audio, you can see them. You know in your background, that picture back there. So you've got what five kids, right? I've got five kids. Yeah, yeah. How is it balancing? (laughs) You know, serve. You know, serving, and sometimes you know long nights um you know especially as blue oval city prepares and the population growth we're going and still being able you know to go home and you know go to kids sports games and all of that type of stuff yeah so i i guess
1: two part um i'll get to the balancing part but i would say the idea of having raising five children uh i had three at the time uh, i first ran for office uh But you know, again, back to that being an eighth-generation Carroll County, and I'm trying to raise a family here. I wanted to get involved locally for that very reason, because my family, because I want to continue building upon that the the heritage for both my family and this community. Um, But but what am I building for for my kids, my my eventual grandkids, my uh, my my siblings' children, and my you know my friends and, and, and family members? What are we building? here in Carroll County in West Tennessee and Tennessee. And so that was really important to me as I thought about, a, you know, what was a big career transition for me uh, was why the why. And I'm sure, you know, you spoke to Dr. Brock. That's a big part of uh, our discussions often in, in different areas is, is is why, why would we do this or that? And, and so for me, the why uh, started with my family, uh, but then back to sort of the job itself and, and balancing That's something I really have had to work on uh, because, you know, you guys are in it. And I I don't say that I'm any busier than than anybody else in in, in work or family. But I've definitely got a busy life, you know, wife, uh, five children at at really different from 17 to two. The twins are two. Uh, So we're all over the place all the time. You know, work's really busy uh evenings a lot of evening meetings and 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 then you know put on top of that church and uh bible study and 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 then sports everybody's you know we got local our, our kids are involved locally with sports uh so it's it's really I've really had to work on my balance and I would say a big part of uh what led me towards that was my prior work not the boss that I had uh who is you know a dear friend and mentor um he 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 really he really forced me to work on that just you know be mindful uh, focus your life on those very important things um and then when you sort of for me is really focusing on what's the most important things to me and and at the top of that you know the one of the books that I love is is the conservative heart by Arthur Brooks it's basically that happiness portfolio that that he talks about so Faith, family, important work, and then sort of earn success. And so I think, you know, we can get we can get so caught up in 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 chasing different things. Um and so I've I've really had to work hard on on sort of um uh, focusing my life on what's important. Another book that I love is Essentialism, uh by Greg McCown and, and it's basically that that idea is that you're um you know, it's not that you're taking things away necessarily or you're trying to do less. You're trying to do that. The The, the idea of essentialism is that you're trying to do more for those critical, important things in your life. So I, I've I've had to define those my why. And, you know, that's faith, family and community for me. Um, and, and so that led me in towards this position uh, towards local you know, elected office. Because I, I I realized I I could find great harmony in all those things, so I I, I can always uh, I can always lead a, a, as as a follower of Jesus. I can always carry my faith in at least into this local community and, and, and through my work and and then impact my family through that and you know have a lot of family time uh, and and to focus and make that a priority, um, and then through all that be able to serve my community. Uh, so. That's really helped me find balance and and probably more important than than balance um, so that you're not, you know, you're not taking away things. Uh, It's more about harmony for me and, and, you know, doing things that, you know, I can check multiple boxes out of those three in almost every, any and everything that I do. Uh, So, so, uh, you know, what's my why? How do I balance, you know, finding harmony in faith, family and community? And this has really been, at least at this point in my life, this has been the perfect position for that because I feel like I'm I'm at least focused on those three things very well. I don't know how well of a job I'm doing necessarily, but I know that I'm focused in, in giving a lot of time to those three things in my life.
2: That's fantastic.
3: So uh, one thing that I'm picking up right now is clearly it's been a lifetime of experiences that brought you to this point. Uh, one of the, uh, of course, one of the, one of the critical factors that um, impacts somebody's life is their education. Uh, what was your education like? Uh, of course, yeah, schooling and such. That's that's one direction. Yeah, maybe even some other uh, important life skills uh, or or uh, experiences that outside of that that you've gone through that helped you become the leader that you are now.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, great question, really. So, so from I, I would guess from an education standpoint, strictly um, public school here in in Huntingdon in Carroll County, uh, we do public school uh, pretty uniquely in Carroll County. We've divided up into special school districts where it's really really community focused it's almost local government <laughs> to the nth degree right so it's uh which we really like uh uh but you know raised up in 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 the public school system through uh, Huntingdon all the way through uh went to Bethel College which is just down the, the road here in McKenzie and Carroll County uh got uh you know I, you you go to college uh, thinking you're going to be a lot of people think, you know, doctors and, and, and lawyers. I, I had this in my head that I was gonna go uh be a history major, eventually go to law school and, and probably practice law. And I guess in, in the back of my mind, maybe even then, uh had had a an inkling to get involved politically. Uh but that that changed quickly. I jumped from history to biology and then then I met that mentor and friend that I just talked about who was a a teacher there at the time, a professor and and on the leadership team. And and he really pulled me in to uh, really to mentor me more than anything. He he involved me in a group uh, which he was leading called Students in Free Enterprise, which, you know, it was just sort of an outside thought to me, even the whole concept of free enterprise at the time, sadly. Uh, But that was a huge education for me, you know, beyond the classroom. And so I got to really spend a lot of time with him. He's he was starting a company around that same time, so I started working for him in in, in varying roles and helping build that company and really, you know, what was was a startup. Uh, so I would say even as I was getting educated at Bethel College at the time, uh, Doctor Nassar and I were working towards this startup where I was I was learning some at Bethel, maybe learning how to learn, but with him man, I was really learning both life skills and and professional abilities and critical, you know, critical, complex thinking, uh, you know, one, building a product two building, uh, building an organization really, which was his, um, you know, true expertise, uh, organizational theory and structure and systems and stuff. So, um, that I would say those few years where I was at Bethel and meeting new people and experiencing a lot of different things and and at the same time learning about the free enterprise system and learning from him and and building a business uh that that's been the core of probably my personal and professional development uh and so I got to spend a lot of time with him that That's been really up until I ran for mayor I uh, spent my entire professional career with him I went back to Bethel. Um, as we had partnered with it in that company, Bethel had really taken off and grew. Uh, they they went from Bethel College, turned it into Bethel University. I went back and got uh, my master's degree, online master's, executive master's degree on a system, online system that I helped build. Uh, so that was a it was a cool experience, a really really fun time in life. So we partnered with Bethel first, and then we we basically you know replicated that product across the nation with other uh universities uh, so it was so we was tr- you know traveling the state traveling the country uh we went from building our own organization to really building uh programs in in in, in you know really additional businesses uh at different universities across the nation so it was really an incredible experience and, and i think it's primed to me for all the complexities of uh politics and and you know local and state politics and elected office uh without that I, certainly without him and and other mentors i don't think you know there's no prerequisite for being a county mayor uh what is it if you're 18 and a <laughs> you're 18 as a citizen of the state of tennessee have at it, uh, you can get elected. But, you know, some of those things are, are really, I think, what what primed me to have some success and to jump in and not have this this, you know, insurmountable learning curve. Uh, so because we've been through all, all kinds of complex situations as we built uh, his business uh, and, and grew it. So that probably probably was what set me up for at least some level of success as 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 mayor.
0: Sounds like a lot more fun than law school. Um, as someone who yeah, did that. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, glad you know he
1: plucked me. He he caught me in the hall one day, and I wasn't a great student. You know, I was smart enough to know what I needed to do to get by. And by that time, I think I, or around that time, or maybe after I made him, I changed to a business management degree. And I was just like, hey, I'm putting all my cards in, and you, you just have it, and you just sort of guide me along to where you want, where you see me fit in your your company. Uh, and luckily, that you know that was in a very important role, uh, but he just stopped me in the hallway one day and he was like, Hey, you're, you're going to join this program. I knew who he was. My dad was at Bethel had just started and in, in he's, so I had a great deal of respect for him already, but he stopped me in the hall. He said, Hey, you're going to join the student and free enterprise program. You're going to speak for me at, you know, uh, events. And it's almost like a beta club thing where you go present your projects and, and you go into regional and state and national competitions and stuff. So, he, said, he didn't give me a choice he just said you're going to do this for me and then we're going to start working on this company and I was like yes sir so uh uh I'm glad it worked out that way I, I could have gone into history uh now I just read a lot and I, I I get my history through that and uh I was never suited for biology or or a doctor's office uh, that was just <laughs> that was probably chasing money uh or <laughs> so I'm I'm thankful to have uh Met him and learned from him and been guided by him and and many and, and several others like him that have fortunately taken an interest in in my well being and future and uh, it's, it's it's been a re- that was a really cool experience. I'm really thankful for my time w- with
0: that company. So outside of you know serving and family and all that, like you said, you've got five kids. But what do you do as hobbies other than you know? what their hobbies are.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, well,
1: <laughs> this will probably be the least exciting answer that I can give you. Uh, <laughs> I grew up with a dad that, you know, his hobby, you know, there's a little bit of golf, maybe a handful of times a year. I grew up with a dad that his his hobby was that exact same thing that you're talking about. We He worked really hard and I, I always thought that my dad really enjoyed the work that he did. So I saw that and he invested a lot in his work. You know, that ended up a lot of evenings and you know, running to the office on weekends. And, and I admired that. Uh, I really admired that about him. And it's not that he was, it wasn't that he was ever sacrificing us for the sake of work. I think he sacrificed hobbies for the sake of work and family. And, and, and so I had two brothers and we were all pretty close in age and, you know, involved in as many sports as possible growing up. Uh, And so really the hobbies for me, I, I guess I've inherited that from him is, is, is I, I truly enjoy the work that I do. So I consider that a hobby. Um, a lot of weekends I'll find, I'll find a reason to go into the office for an hour or two or, you know, or, or work on something at the office, at, at my house, my home, I got a little library study set up. I just sort of find an excuse to work some more. Uh, and I really find a lot of joy in that. Um, but other than that, my hobbies, I would say, uh, uh, or whatever my kids are into, you know, we're, we've got, I've got two in soccer right now. Uh, so we're, we're practicing a lot of soccer two or three nights a week. Um, church, I, I try to be really plugged into our local church. Um, I want to teach, I, I love teaching at church and, you know, teaching Bible study, uh, to the degree that they want me to, and, and that I can, uh, with that balance that we talked about. And then I guess, you know, a little bit of golf, again maybe two or three uh charity tournaments a year i love to read i guess i guess uh if i have one hobby uh is reading a hobby yeah i like I mean, to, yeah i like to read i really I, I found a passion for that um once i realized that i could pick the book uh, <laughs> it's almost like when i was at Bethel, I, I played baseball for a couple of years and you hated running you know i just hated running for for the team and then I, when I was done with baseball, I found a love for running. And it's almost the same way, like when you're you're being forced to to read certain books you don't really enjoy reading, but then when you can read the things that really interest you, which I've I've found are you know world history, U.S. history, um, a lot of political stuff, uh, a lot of faith faith based books. Uh, once I realized that I could sort of pick and pick what I wanted and love to read. And I found a passion for reading as well. So I'd say if there's anything I spend,
0: you know, a a pretty good bit of time on doing it's I I do read a lot. Yeah, that's one thing that law school ruins for anybody is reading because you have to read so much. So I'm still trying to rediscover that. You know, you you can read. I'm 30. Yeah. So you got to detox for, it takes years to detox from some yeah, of those. Yeah. Like, so I've been practicing oh God, law yeah, for about yeah. five years. So I'm still, yeah. I'm just now getting into, Oh, I can read something. Like I can pick up a book and do it and it's not work. That's right. Um, I can
1: actually enjoy this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause law school will absolutely ruin reading. Yeah, for I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So, um, Now to kind of transitioning into, you know, the political side of things, your campaign, how did you first get involved in politics? I know you said, you know, you're always kind of in the back of your mind a little bit, but how did you kind of take that plunge into it and get involved?
1: Yeah, so sort of, I grew up in a family that it was really important to. uh, My my dad was always involved and even beyond him, he had family. My great uncle was a, a longtime sheriff here in Carroll County, youngest sheriff ever elected a uh, wonderful man. Uh, maybe that sort of kick-started some, you know, public service for for my family. My dad was the youngest ever elected trustee in Carroll County. Served in that role for several terms. Uh, in the mid '90s, ran for what is this office? It was county executive at the time. Uh, was elected um, by a real wide margin. Just just a really well-loved guy. And 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 uh, about halfway into his term. Uh, Governor Sunquist was elected, and they were, they had uh, a pretty long time friendship through working the Republican Party, and um, uh, asked Dad to come be a part of his team. So transition from local to state politics uh, served under Governor Sunquist for eight years, and um, and then came back to to Bethel, uh, where where he still is and is now the president at, at Bethel. So it's you know, whether it be the Republican Party from the campaign side, I grew up going to those, you know, the local county party events and where at the time, you know, it's changed a lot. But at the time, they'd have several hundred people at uh, meetings and cookouts. And and so, I, you know, I realized that it, at a pretty young age that that was important to him, that it was a driver in our community. Um, just, you know, just I just sort of always had. I just always had an interest. I guess you would say it. Um, I saw that it was important to other people. Um, I, I saw that you know those those influencers, the people that were really getting things done, were involved in in ways like that. Whether it be you know from a campaign side or investing in campaigns or helping run them or 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 you know actually that person being the one running for elected office. Um, that I, I would say that 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 was. What really pushed me there i you know I tell people a lot when I grew up, I had the dad that that people when you needed help, he's one of those first people you go to, and I realized that a lot of that was because you know interacting from from a property tax if somebody goes to pay the property taxes they're they're going to see him or or when he transitioned to mayor um that you have a need that's the guy he, he's he's someone that can help you uh, and then when he went to state, you know. He, he was in state parks at one time he was in uh workforce uh development at one time uh, and, and so even then people were would go to him for for help and i you know that always just that just that was so cool to me uh to think that you know because of your position in the community professionally you have an opportunity to help people and, and so that's always been something that uh i saw that that was really neat about him uh, because of the career path that he had taken. And uh, so I guess, you know, part of me always had, had this desire to, you know, you want to be important. You want, you want to, to be influential. You want to be impactful. And I always realized that because of the career path that he had taken, that he was able to do a lot of those things. He was able to help and to serve and to, um, you know, when somebody needed a job, he, he, he'd help them find a job. Uh, somebody's down on their luck. He, you know, he was able to, to, to find ways to creative ways to, to help them through a struggle. And, and so I wanted to be that, that type of person. And, and again, back to, you know, Carroll County being so important to me, um, there wasn't really a, a and still not really, honestly, a desire to, to do it in a different place, whether that be Nashville or Washington or wherever, um, these, you know, these are people, you know, and care about anyway. And now I've been placed in a position where, uh, with, 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 you know, again, hard work and opportunity and effort, and you, you can probably, you can help people. And that's, that's such a cool,
2: uh, it's, it's such a cool opportunity.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Don Sundquist is a former Tennessee Young Republican chair, former national Young Republican chair, actually. And, you know, the people that he grew up with in Young Republicans are still a lot of people who are the leaders of the party in the state still. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool, you know, talking to some of the people who, you know, grew up in YRs with him and, you know, hearing the stories about how, you know, back in those days, the Tennessee Republican Party wasn't the most effective. Um, You know, those are a lot, you know, before he was governor, those were the days when Democrats ran everything. And they were the ones who they were running the party then. And a lot of them still are running a lot of the party now. So, you know, you know, the younger people who can get in early can stay in and, you know, still help make those decisions and influence things for quite a while.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, absolutely, I, I I see a lot of people still that you know they'll crack a joke about. Man, I remember you at at eight or ten years old, at you know at the catfish cabin or or wherever, like you know we we had the big Republican event or when Sunquist was campaigning, whenever it was, and and so you know those people are still plugged in. They're still they're still helping. They're still driving and, and, and influencing these that what we feel is very important work, uh, very important causes. Um, so yeah, just the idea that hopefully I'm getting in early enough. You guys are getting in early enough that, you know, we can be some of those that, um, are able to help and serve and make a big impact for, for,
2: for many years to come. Um,
3: one thought, yeah. Uh, how many times were you told to wait your turn, uh, or two <laughs> years young? You know that's, that that seems to be something that we hear all the time with young Republicans. Yeah, what do you know?
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Like
1: you don't have the experience for this. I was like, well, anybody that runs really doesn't have the experience to be a county mayor, <laughs> unless you you know you've worked up through a county commission, I guess maybe or. Maybe another elected uh, office, but still transition to this is completely foreign uh, to most anybody. So, yeah, you know, interestingly, and maybe it's because of, you know, my family in this community and that connection there. Um, certainly, I did get told, you know, maybe run for this office instead or, or maybe you should maybe you should wait a couple of years or you should do this first. Uh Certainly, some of those we we certainly got questions about being too young and and uh, and 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 not having the experience. Uh, Maybe not wait your turn, Uh, uh, but yeah, I I certainly caught some of that. But I think again, uh, it it was really interesting to me, and this is one of the things that really I I think will stick with me for a long, long time, and, and will hopefully be an encouragement to others. At least on a local level, I'm sure it changes as you 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 move to the more regional or or, or state or national uh, campaigns. I was amazed. Obviously, young people got behind our campaign really easy. It's you know this is this is one of our own. It's somebody with energy and uh, some, some, some passionate and youthful. And so for for people my age and younger, and it was cool to see high school kids that were 18. And, Nineteen, first first being able to vote, wearing you know, wearing our, our swag and, and helping us knock on doors and stuff like that. That was awesome uh, to see them get behind it. But I sort of expected that, I guess, you know. I uh, uh, felt we had a good enough team put together that I knew we could get those people on board. And I, I was very confident we could get them to vote, which is a challenge at times. But uh, I was confident about that. What What surprised me so much were how many little old ladies – that came up to me and were just thrilled that a young guy was running for, it could have been a lady, but uh, a young guy was running for political office. They were like, Oh, I just love it. You know, I love it. You've got my vote. I'm so excited that a young person's stepping, stepping up to run. You're going to do great. I'm going to tell all my friends, those people, man, they, Mm -hmm. they, they'll turn one vote into 10 quick. Because they're going to eat with those same people every day and play cards, and and, you know, out here now I see that they're out at the uh, the senior center uh, playing cards and eating together and doing different things. They they're at church together, and uh, so that was one of the things I think will will stick with me for a long, long time. And again, hopefully, I can encourage others through that is, is to say you'll be you'll be surprised at how many older people will be excited to see you step up. And and run for office, uh, I mean they they just loved on you, kissed you, hugged you, um, you know, really really uplifting, uh, and I think they genuinely genuinely they they helped me they helped me uh, win uh, by you know a, a large margin, and those are your voters. You guys know that those those are the people that show up every single time. Uh, so as 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 a younger person, certainly my first first, first campaign. I had to have those votes in a Carroll County and they really showed up. Uh, but it, it it was cool. Just to see that little old lady. She was, they just, they just thrilled that um, a young person was running for, for political office uh, elected local office. And, and so um, that, that's, I think that's important for us as as younger folks in the party in the Republican party. And, you know, as we try to drum up other good candidates and, and, across the state, uh, that's, that's a good reminder for us that there's a lot of people out there hoping someone like, like the three of us or so many others that we consider friends and colleagues, they're just hoping that we'll step up and run. Uh, and our communities really need it. Uh, they, they need young people. They need different ideas, they need, they need creativity. And, and so
0: hopefully we can answer the, answer the call. Yeah. And, you know, out here in West Tennessee, you were, you know, you were elected and then we, you know, one county over, you've got a a new mayor under 40, your state representative is under 40. So, you know, y'all got a good group that have really kind of pushing it forward and getting, you know, more younger Republicans elected with you and Brock and AJ and, you know, you've got a good group and, you know as things are changing out here especially you know the further west we get you know that used to be so solidly blue yeah um now yeah. starting to flip with um with younger people has been
1: yeah. it's been great to watch it's it's cool and we we've, we've been able to all you know AJ uh, uh there's several others that you know that that are younger either mayors or or in in, in different go Weston Womp out in Chattanooga. Yeah, Weston, awesome. County. You know, awesome. He he's in the <laughs> county's definitely a lot different than a Carroll County. <laughs> he and I've been able to connect. He's awesome. He's going to do an incredible job, and I think he would probably say the same thing. How encouraging it was uh, um, uh, to be elected, because you know that a lot of those older people are voting for you and putting their faith in you um and so we've all been able to sort of connect and 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 lean on each other um because you know there's the challenge of getting elected and then there's the challenge of actually doing the job and and both are 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 difficult tasks uh but but I think you know you asked about people saying I wasn't old enough or experienced enough I think more of that came after I was elected to be honest with you uh than the campaign itself um had a lot of people sort of um, try to tell me what to do or tell me, hey, here's here's how we've always done it, and, you know, um, this is the safe play or or whatever it is. And a lot of that feedback's really positive. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I know without a shadow of a doubt I was elected um, because people weren't really okay with where we stood as a community. Um, so it gave me a lot of confidence when that, that person said, hey, here's how we've always done it it allows me to have a lot of confidence to say I respect that but um let's look at it this way or let's let's consider this or let's try this um so so i, I would say i got more of that uh, after i was elected than than in the campaign itself Yeah, cuz you defeated an incumbent right in the general election your first time yeah good guy really good guy family friend um a wonderful guy i would say and uh, so it wasn't it wasn't about that but yeah uh twenty year twenty year incumbent ran for 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 many years as a as a democrat um um so yeah a lot of a lot of excitement there uh to just just you know it just it i think it just showed that people were were excited about some something new something creative and and you know i think my my professional background uh Showed that I, you know, I was going to think outside the box and, and be really aggressive and, but at the same time, not you know not recklessly. So so, running as a Republican, I still lean on this idea that, um, I want to limit government. Uh, I want to to be very mindful, fiscally responsible. Um, so I, to be able to go out there and say, hey, we're going to be creative, we're going to grow, uh, we're going to be aggressive on certain fronts, but at the same time. Um, we're going to make sure we're in a really healthy position financially so that we can do all those things so that, you know, we are building a healthy future for our children and and, and grandchildren. Whereas, you know, you look across the nation, even parts of our state pretty reckless um, uh, from a financial standpoint, how we're we're going about business. So uh, it it was a good balance. I think it played a lot in my favor. Um, Not so much me you know, who I was personally, but just what I stood for and what 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 I'd achieved maybe in the past, plus what we were hoping to achieve in the future.
2: So how has your
0: time in office been? You know, you're in your second term. You obviously did something right. You won a second term. Um, you didn't, you know, go in and screw it up too bad. Um,
1: Some might disagree you, with
0: that. <laughs> well you want to say you were uncontested in your second uncontested term, right? this time man it yeah. was
1: it was perfect timing because you know i got to plug in uh and help some other campaigns especially brocks um so i got to stay out there i, I truly that first time around i loved campaigning i know a lot of people uh don't i, I loved it I, I i you know there's a lot of people i already knew and got to uh spend time with and 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 brainstorm but it's also meeting a lot of new people even a small county like ours you uh, you start going out knocking doors um, you're going to meet a lot of new people and 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 get a sense of what uh, what's important to them and what the needs are and and so uh, this time around I was still able to do that and, and to say hey just a reminder I'd appreciate your vote even though I was uncontested but you know I was really able to invest in other campaigns like Brock's and hopefully help a little bit. Had some connections in across the legislative district. Um and, and so hopefully helped a little bit. But man I had a great time. Had a great time campaigning for myself the first time and 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 this this time uh plugging in and helping some some other folks too. Uh but yeah, I I loved it. Uh I loved I love the I love the campaign part. I, I it was just really it was really it was really cool. Uh uh but uh I guess your question was more about time in office and off how that's been uh uh yeah. it's been interesting it's it, uh, uh one yes i think we've been we've had some really great success over the past five years we've uh we've announced uh over nine hundred jobs over two hundred million dollars in capital investment you know that's a county of twenty eight thousand people uh we we several of those companies in 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 that first term and in, in in this year um several of those companies have invested a second time already in with expansions um we 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 we've, we've invested heavily you know through uh partnerships in broadband uh currently investing a lot of money in 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 water sewer infrastructure development so we're you know we're doing things that are really building for the future and we've had a lot of success and then at the same time, um, it's been a really challenging four years. We went through the whole the COVID uh epidemic and we locally went through a uh, a really, really difficult uh trash uh situation where the company we was partnering with went bankrupt and um it's it's just that was a huge debacle and, and so it's it's almost the tale of Two worlds and I would say it would be unique but I'm sure it most any mayor you talk to over a four-year period uh, dealing with plenty of good and plenty of bad so I'm very thankful for the the, the past closer to five years now uh, that, that we've had and the success we've had um, and I'm you know you're thankful for the challenges too uh, you learn a lot about yourself your uh, you as a leader um, your community uh, you grow, you grow through those challenges, and I think um, it'll teach us a lot about, you know, preparing for the future and, 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 and setting ourselves up where uh, maybe at least in, in those respects we don't, we don't have to face similar challenges, especially, you know, some of the local stuff, not so much the, the epidemic, the health scare and stuff, but some of our local challenges, you know, you you like to think going through that challenge, you, you learn from it and grow from it and are are better off. Uh for us we uh through it we maintained really healthy growth and and got stronger fiscally. Uh so it certainly didn't hurt us in that, that standpoint. Uh so you know maybe that had a little bit to do with being uncontested. Hopefully so. Hopefully there's, you know, a, a pretty good consensus that we're heading in the right direction.
3: One question I have for you, well, maybe it's two questions, uh, is during your campaigning experience, uh, did you uh, uh, were you pretty heavy on the door knocking side of things? And to that point, do you have any funny stories from door knocking or just campaigning in general?
1: I would say some of the funny ones are... Uh uh, you know, specifics maybe not, but I took my kids a lot with me. Uh, at the time, uh had one that was probably 12, 13, one that was six, seven, and then uh, Joey would have been two, three, three probably. So, different days, I, I you know, I was still working at my, that previous job. I'd, I'd rush home. He was real gracious about me campaigning. So, I'd spend a lot of time in the afternoons uh, campaigning and so I'd take them with me after, after school or whatever. Um, and then into the summer throughout the day, some, and uh, part of that was to hopefully deflect some of the really diff- difficult conversations you could have when you knock on a stranger's door. Uh, but man, they ate <laughs> that. Up. They were putting punch cards and stuff on doors, knocking, running. Uh, we would just park our car and we'd walk, you know, we'd, we'd walk a mile in one direction, knocking doors. And I'd have one on my shoulder and one holding my hand and, such a cool experience plus it was funny because you know people ate again those those older people they little old women ate that up and and it was just good I, I think it allowed me to show people um what I was about um and and, and, and that I was a family man and that I was I, I was serious about um being there for for people across Carroll County so yeah we, I, I would say we did a couple of things that helped us. Be really successful um and one of those was door knocking uh you know when I committed my dad had been through it several times and very you know more contested races, some uncontested some that you know weren't weren't real serious, but he worked you know he again he worked really hard at at it whether it was uh a tough contest or uncontested he he was a door knocker, and I remember doing that with him uh um so so one of the first things he told me to do, he said, go to the highway department, get the detailed map from them. They'll have one for you and and then start highlighting the roads as you you, you take them off the list. Um, so, you know, you think, well, it's just one county. We got 600 square miles in Carroll County. Um, so it's a, it's a it's 13th largest county in the state of Tennessee land wise. Um, so, you know, we was busy. I had that I had that uh, that map in the back of my car. I'd highlighted as we, we took roads off of it. And I think that went a long way, you know, to see a, a young guy that just wasn't he wasn't just using social media, wasn't he wasn't doing the easy things, like um that tried and true method, that door knock and especially in a Carroll County, right? So um I think that went went a long way for people. Uh and of course you target a lot of that, you know, use the apps and stuff and um and so you're not you're you're ma- you're maximizing your time still, but um that was really important to me in our, our team locally that we knocked on a bunch of doors. And again, I leveraged, I leveraged a lot of high school students, uh, family and friends. And and so we, we knocked on a, you know, a large chunk of Carroll County during that first campaign. And then another thing we did, we, we, we set out to raise uh, quite a bit of money um, so that we could do some of the other things, um, and we were able to to raise quite a bit of money, which again hopefully shows that people were were behind us and excited about it. And so we did uh, we we raised a for a, for a Carroll County local race a lot of money. And and so what we did we turned around and really invested in, in uh, mailers, which was unique to a, a county race, uh, you know, in a, in a Carroll County, a county of our size, and, and so. We did several mailers, um, and, you know, again, back to the inexperience or the youthfulness or, or, or different things, we tried to address some of those things through a mailer, uh, who I was. You, you're not going to reach everybody, so a mailer, you know, again, maximize your investment there and sending it to uh, the ones that you know you can that, – that either you can lock in or you can sway or – so. Uh, we were very mindful of, about investing in, in, in some things like that. Mailers, social media was big for us. Um, uh, that's probably, I don't know, that might've been the first time a local candidate had been on social media with a campaign page. So we generated a bunch of interest there. Uh, uh, so, so I would say door knocking was huge for us because of that, that youthfulness and in, in, in to be able to say, Hey, I'm, I'm I'm serious about this. It's not just a social media thing. It's not just uh, sort of wishy washy. I'm I'm serious about this. I want to do I want to do this the right way. I want people to see me working hard and to see that others are behind me and and working hard as well. And then I would say the mailers were probably probably the most impactful thing uh, uh, that we did because you're just able to reach so many people. Uh, as long as you do it right with high quality content. And fortunately that was part of my background was, you know, content creation. And so uh we we did some really good content, uh and blasted that out to, to the right people. And uh that, that was big for us. Social media was big too, but you know, you can do that
0: you can do that pretty cheap, if not completely free on a a local level. Back in 2018, it was a lot easier to run Facebook ads than it is now.
1: Yeah, I quit. I, I, like this past time, I said, "I'm not even, I'm not even interested."
0: I, I ran them in my 2018 campaign, and now you have to, you can't target political um, affiliations anymore like you used to be able to. It's, it's a lot harder.
1: Yeah, Facebook's
0: uh, off. It's, it's just the
1: worst. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because uh, you know it's it, you're able to get to people and connect with people, and, right? That, yeah, it's just so much negative that comes with it, too. And I, right. I think as I've got more involved politically, I guess you share certain things. I'm sure there's an algorithm there, but um, I think it sort of choked me out. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's a beast all of its own.
0: Thank you for listening to Candidate Conversations. I'm your host, Andy Cole. Follow Tennessee Young Republicans on social media and donate on our website, tnyoungrepublicans.com. Please join us again for the next episode of Candidate Conversations.